What is good, Whisper Nation? Johnny Game Time Hicks here. It is the four o'clock hour Eastern Time, uh, or sorry, Mountain Pacific Mountain Pacific Time. If I could speak, uh, we are going to be doing the live update with AAF with Stepmom Lauren. She just entered. We'll get her going here. I hope you are doing wonderful. I know. I don't need my sad face or angry double face emoji because the Apollos won. So uh, I'm, ha they, I'm they happy. They won pretty handedly. Yes, well, they it's the legend, so, you know. Yeah. Well, There's that. Uh, I wanted to say welcome in to uh, Whisper Nation. We got a bunch of people jumping on as Yay! we speak. So I want to thank so much uh, to our listeners. Uh, that is at Stepmom Lauren. You will I will be posting this video on YouTube, and the link will be to your right. It'll say your screen name and all of that. So that way, people can follow you on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of that. Perfect. I know you're already a part of Whisper Nation, so thank you so much. Oh, thank you for having me. <laughs> so I, I, you're like, I, why are we doing this with this girl again? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're great. I, I love the fireplace in the background. That's I know. Quite lovely. Don't you like my Florida fireplace? It's wonderful. Yeah. Hey, it's great. Very it's a uh, fireside chat. Hey, I love it. I love it. It's a little bit. It's a little bit uh, cloudy here in the AZ, so uh, it goes well. Goes well. I'm feeling feeling really good right now. You know, I feel you because it's been storming all day here in Florida, also. So it's like you know what the the fire fireplace and my my Truman the Tiger for University of Missouri is right up there keeping watch. Oh, there you go. There you Making go. Sure everything's like aesthetic at the Instagram live. All right, are you ready to dive into week seven of the AAF? I was born ready, Johnny. All right, born let's do it. Ready. This, this past weekend was really exciting. The games were very, very entertaining, other than the Apollo game, which we'll, we'll let's jump into that one first because that was kind of like the so-so uh, uh, of the week, game of the week, if I could speak. Yeah. Um, what was interesting here, Lauren, is that in the beginning, you know, 10, 10 play drive, Apollo's got the ball first, march right down like it's like they're playing Pop Warner football. Pretty much, yeah. And, and score touchdown, and, and you're just thinking, ah, oh, here we go again, right? This is going to be a terrible game. Then, but it wasn't so fast, right? Mm -mm. We had we had them come right back down. We, we had them come right back down and score touchdown. I'm yes. thinking, all right, maybe we do have a game. Maybe, maybe they under, we all underestimated. But then reality set in. Paul's yeah. got the ball back again on offense, and the game was over. Yeah, and that's what, you know, so after our very shameful loss to the Hot Shots last week, yeah. Whoa, Where's my angry face? I'll grab it. Hey, hey <laughs> as you'll see, we're on a bit of a winning streak, okay? Did we, like, get the blue shirt memo? I think we did. I, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you saw my text there. I appreciate it's our ESPN. That. It's a whole network up in here we got going. I love it. But no, so after we after we lost um, to the hot shots that I'll just pretend never happened, we needed a get right game again. And I always say yeah. we because it's the Apollos, like I am one of them, but I am in deep inside you of are. my spirit, I am. But we needed a get right game, and there's no better team in this league besides the legends to go up against. But just like you said, they did give the Apollos a run for their money. Um, but the problem with that is uh, Cynthia Freeland mentioned this during a halftime break of the next game. 
is that you have to have deep, explosive downfield plays that connect. Because in this league, if you do not have that, you do not win. And, you know, right. Cynthia Freeland is the analytics expert for the NFL Network. She laid out all these numbers and statistics, and Aaron Murray has zero. And you don't win <laughs> games unless you have those downfield connections that create right. those explosive plays. They also can't do anything in the red zone. So, in, in fact, in the first quarter, yeah. neither quarterback threw an incomplete pass, which is pretty awesome, you know, but you can't lose steam when you're going into the second half and everything just fell apart and the Apollo just ran away with it. So, but yeah. the Apollos were the first ever uh, team in the AAF to clinch a playoff spot. So that was, that was a, a nice little nugget. Bravo. Thank you. Thank you. I'll accept the award. Take the award. I, I will. I will. I'd like to thank the Academy. No. Right. But yeah. But so that was that was a nice little nugget to come out of the game. And honestly, the legends do have potential. They they do. It actually when Sims came in the game after Aaron Murray got hurt, Sims didn't look that bad. Because in the right. first couple of weeks when he played, it was like, oh, my God, please, somebody, like, trank me because I can't handle this anymore. Uh, but he actually did look pretty good. So they, they do have, like I said, they do have some potentials. But until they get that downfield threat, and I don't really think they have a receiver for the legends, like a team like the Hot Shots do, yep. you know, with Rashad Ross right. and, you know, Dantez Ford. And when you don't have that, you, you don't win games in this league. So whatever. Right. Good for us. We won. So I'm happy. There you go. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to touch on um, you mentioned Murray in this game. It kind of sucks for him because a couple of the passes that he made were simply on his wide receivers. I hate to yeah. say that, you know, yeah. um, right. because You're you, right. you hate to give, but really like the, the second interception he had when they were on the three yard line, second half, I know the game is kind of over by at that point, but I mean, that went right through the tight end's hands. Oh my gosh. Yes. Should have been a touchdown. Yeah. Threading the needle and, in the wrong way. I mean, yeah, like, and exactly. Hit him in the bad place, right in the hands. Right, and then uh, Aaron Murray, as a result, ended up throwing the pick uh, on, a, on a few plays, or mm -hmm. what was the next play um, that he threw the pick. So it's kind of a little bit unfortunate for him, but like you said, you got to have some wide receivers in this league, yeah. and if you don't, then you're going to see the result is you're not going to get very good play out of your quarterback, whether or not you have Drew Brees back there or, you know, Aaron Murray. So, yeah, um, exactly. all right. Anything else that you wanted to touch on? on I, mean, this not, Apollo game? I mean, not really. I mean, we could just simply go through like certain numbers, but the Apollo's run defense continues to improve. That was really nice. They did yeah. work in Akeem Hunt into this game more so than they have in the past. And there's good old probably Akeem a reason. Hunt. I know, but there's probably a reason why they haven't used him very yeah. much. Bro, run, run north. You don't need right. to be running south. Dude, yeah. he got tackled behind the line of scrimmage by, like, 50 yards. What are you doing? No bueno. Then he went out, you know, right after that play because they're like, oh, oh, geez, oh, geez. Yeah. But Garrett yeah. Gilbert got back up to snuff. He had, like, an 86% pass completion rate. Charles Johnson still tacked on another 31 yards for his, you know, total pa total receiving yards in the AAF. You know, they got back to form. So not only did they bounce back, they bounced back very well. But, again, those numbers could be a little bit skewed simply because it was the legends. We weren't playing yeah. a team like the Commanders or the Hot Shots, you know, things like that. So, whatever, that was a get-right game. Made them feel better. Because if we would have yeah. lost that game, Johnny, I would have – I would not have been an okay person. But yeah, we didn't. You, we, I might have been having to run this game uh, this, this week solo if that happened. I know. I, I would be crying. Like, I would be wearing my motocross helmet. Because my mascara <laughs> would be, like, running down my face. I'd have bloodshot eyes. I'd be crying, hanging my head in shame, making memes of myself. It would have been bad. But luckily that didn't happen. Uh, well, maybe next time. Maybe in the playoffs? 
Oh, I can make I can show up looking like a real scary clown if you really want me to, but I don't want to scare the Whisper Nation that much. You should see me in the mornings. It's not pretty. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we're going to jump in. Let's jump into the next game here, and I'm going to talk about we'll we'll talk about the AZ Hot Shots versus the San Diego Fleet. Uh, Both both teams came into this week three and three, and um, we we immediately saw a. I'm trying to read through my notes here as I as I'm going. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so here's here's what was interesting. Um, you had Berkovici, who was the court is the quarterback for the San Diego Fleet, who ironically went to uh, Arizona State yep. and was quarterback a few years ago. Yep. Uh, we all like him here in Arizona. He's just he, he was just a tough nose football player uh, at the quarterback position. Um, so. The very first kind of score that was a big play was a blocked punt, and uh, it, they returned it to the four-yard line. The yep. fleet did, and then they end up scoring on uh, the next few plays. Which was pretty uh, awesome because the fleet were getting out to a pretty explosive start. Um, and considering right. how good the hot shots were, that was exciting. It was exciting to see. Hold on. I just saw <laughs> Travis just go, want to see Lauren cringe. Gilbert, Gilbert, Gilbert. Awful. <laughs> I need to come up with a better name. Like I can't. Garrett Gil- Gilbert Gil. I can't. Thanks, thanks, Travis. Ruining he's my a, name. You can just say he's the original G. Yeah, the the OG. Okay. The OG. Yeah. Okay, uh, I, I guess. I guess. I'm <laughs> no. Well, okay. Travis we came up with GG, so OG is way better. <laughs> yeah. We'll we'll keep spitting out Whisper Nation and see what they what they think yeah, and what they. Yeah. Tell me, give me a good name. Um. So let me. What What did you take out of this game? Because originally when I, you know, in the beginning of this game, I was really concerned for uh, the AC hotshots, but again, uh, you know, you, you saw some flash, you know, uh, Trevor Knight actually came in and scored the very first touchdown for the AC hotshot. And then they did this trick play of, of a pass to a pass and ended up working out. Um, So that you got to love what they're doing here. Yeah, it makes it exciting. Why, yeah, and that's one of the reasons why the Apollos were so exciting the first couple of weeks because using the trick plays, being creative. But what really came this on paper, these teams kind of have similar strengths and weaknesses, right? They both, both of these teams have a three-headed monster running back. Granted, Arizona's mm-hmm. is way better. With the, I think the is he number four leading rusher, Jarrell Presley, and then you have Tim Cook yep, and yep. Justin Stockton. You know, and plus. Um, yeah, so, and that's the number one rushing offense, by the way, like total yeah. rushing offense. And not to mention, Wolford is the number two wide, re- uh, sorry, Wolford, wide receiver. Yeah, okay. Too oh, many yeah. Wolfords, Johns, Josh's yeah. losses. Yeah. Can't get it over. Yeah. Behind, of course, um, Garrett Gilberto. Number two <laughs> behind him, might I add. So you have that. Then you have these really creative, clever plays, sprinkling in Trevor Knight. I mean, it was, it wasn't even like a wildcat, if you could really call it that. It was just kind of these random, like, oh my gosh, no. What do we do against Trevor Knight? What? I don't even know. So what are yeah. we going to do to combat that? But for me, the biggest thing was if the fleet didn't have some key injuries, I think this game would have been a lot closer than mm-hmm. I think it turned out to be. And you can definitely tell they missed their downfield threat because I mentioned that a lot, how important that is. But their downfield mm-hmm. threat, Dantes Ford, who um, came up real big in the game fleet versus the commanders. He was the one that helped set up the big overtime field goal or not overtime, but a field goal to win walk off. Oh, it was crazy. But he actually hurt both of his ankles and he had a walking boot on one foot. 
And then Jaquan Gardner, who is by far their best running back. Sorry, I have a hair yeah. in my stuck to my eyelash. Can't handle it. Right. Like everyone seeing you through a split out. lens. I know. I thought it's like well, then I get my eyelashes. <laughs> anyway, so he's honestly their best and my favorite running back on that team. You know, he's he's so tough and sturdy and just scrappy. But then he got injured, and then their run game ended up severely lacking, and they ended up just kind of falling apart because of those key injuries, which which stank. But then on the other mm-hmm. side of the ball, you know what? You the the hotshots had a key injury. Rashad Ross went down, like we were talking about last week. The man's made yeah. steal. But and there, Jonah Hotshots, they it didn't matter to them that Ross went down. They still managed to figure out a way to pull out a win without key without key losses. And that really speaks to the hotshots and how, how good they are and well rounded on either either side of the ball when you're talking about their defense, rushing, wide receivers. So I don't know. Maybe the fleet never had a chance to start with. I don't know, but it was it was pretty close coming into it on paper, and yeah, know, it was a fun game to watch, though. It, it was it was definitely fun. You had Wolford, uh, his very his first touchdown throw was a beauty. Yeah, uh, it was across his body, which you never want to see as a fan. You're like, no, don't throw no! that. But <laughs> he threw it, and he threw it at a per- right only his wide receiver could catch it. Beautiful yeah. touchdown pass. And then you had him put it away on a funny play. He put the game away. He, it was a rush up the middle, a kind of a scramble rush. Yeah. And he almost was about to go down. I know. And then, and then like, he, like, faked it. And then, yeah. like, and then he just kidding. kept going. Yeah. And then he just skirted past everyone yeah, and ended up sealing the game away. Uh, but it, it was really, really, really fun to watch. Uh, Wofer, you know, continues to be a, a really good driving force for this AZ hotshot. It seems like they'll go as far as he kind of can take them, and and hopefully uh, Rashad Ross gets back because uh, I don't know if he can do a full game against you know the Commanders or against uh, some of these other teams, Apollos that are equally as talented. I don't think that they could get past a team like that if they don't yeah, have I know what you're saying. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I think that they can still compete, but I think it was smart that they didn't play him the whole game because he got beat up last week against the Apollos. And mm-hmm. just give the man a break, like I said. He right. doesn't need to be in every single – if he's injured, you guys have the game away. But And, again, with the Stallions, and I've said this before, they're not their record. It stinks to watch them. Yeah. And they almost came back, right? They almost came back at the end of the game, and then there was that um, just – Late interception from Woodrum are, again. It's like, oh my god, was it Woodrum? I can't remember who did that. What game are we talking about? I'm lost. Whatever. Yeah, it's seven o'clock here. It's late. Late. Right. But no. Well, Travis. Travis them. just said uh, that we should do shots every time we talk about the hot shots. Oh. I think that's a. I think that's pretty a valid Ooh. point there. Yeah, like a fireball. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know that they play the shots song every time uh, the uh, we play at home. That's awesome. Yeah, I it's, love it's that. pretty good. But yeah, it yeah. just stinks to see the Stallions come back and make such a valiant effort, but to lose in the last minutes, it's like, oh, yeah. man. Sorry, it it was fun. I mean, it was good for me, but rough uh, I'm sure. See, and I, I feel that because as an Apollos fan, I'm like, I don't really care if I kick the legend's patooties. I'm like, feel bad for you, though. Sorry, but not really. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> All right, we're going to jump into the Memphis Express uh, against the Birmingham Iron game. Uh, oh, you this mean the Johnny Manziel game? Yeah, okay, oh, yeah, so yeah. – uh, you know me. We talked about it on the last show. I was super jacked about yeah. the John Manziel playing. He had an okay game. He only ended up with five attempts. He he was three for five. It was an okay game. He had uh, two rushes for twenty yards. They kind of used him more as like a change of pace, kind of like get everyone. I mean, when you came when he came in, everyone was it was cheering. 
yeah. rightfully so. Everyone wants to see Johnny Manziel. Right. Um, so, but I mean, I got to give it to Silvers, man. Silvers had, I, I don't know whether it was the threat of Johnny Manziel coming in. I don't know if the coaching staff said, hey, if you're, if you don't end up playing well, we're going to bench you for Johnny Manziel. He came out 24 for 35, 266 yards and two touchdowns. And I mean, he was throwing dimes all over the field. Zero interceptions. Huge. So I, I, I mentioned this in my article. It was like this magical Manziel effect. So all Manziel had to do was just show up. That's all he really had to do because everyone played better. And by everyone, I mean the Birmingham Iron played better. The Memphis Express played better. The defenses on both teams played better. The quarterbacks played better. Who is this new Luis Perez? And what oh. have you done with the old one? Really? He was a completely different person. And by the way, Marvin Lewis needs to figure out how the heck to pronounce his name. Is it Lewis or is it Luis? Because he was confusing yeah. me. But maybe this yeah. is the new version of Luis Perez. Is Luis maybe, Perez. Yeah, maybe, he maybe he wanted bit. to get his know. name right. Maybe it's like, you guys need to get my name right, and I'll yeah. have to start playing. Exactly. But he, he did so well. So let me see if I can get his numbers. He was 16 for 37, 235 yards, two touchdowns, and no interceptions. That That yeah. is pretty awesome for him alone, right. let alone in this league. It's pretty great, too. And then the defenses on both sides stepped up, and there was an energy to that stadium that was electrifying. Even though, like, the stands weren't, you know, crowded, you know, it wasn't kind of like the commander's game. But it was, it was still just having Johnny Manziel around was crazy. And another note about Silvers, how great he played. He also had to deal with the crowd booing him if he made, like, yeah. one incomplete pass because everyone right. wanted to see Johnny Manziel. But it was yep. not Manziel that led them to tie the game and go into overtime. It was not yep. Manziel who manufactured that scoring touchdown to win the game for the Express. No, but it was obviously Manziel just by being there. Like, this is what Memphis right. needed to get that spark going for them is just someone like Johnny Manziel. Who knew? Well, Johnny Manziel. Right. Oh, and I thought what was funny was, I don't know if you saw it afterwards. I don't know if he, he was trying to take a sting at the, at the Cleveland Browns. Cause he was like, this is the best quarterbacks group I've ever played with. Like I the didn't best see that. Ever. Yeah. He came in. He was like, he's like, this is the best quarterbacking group I've ever been a part of. They're like, oh. Bro, you, you played for the Cleveland Browns and you were the guy like, so yeah. you're just, in other words, saying like yourself there, dude. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was cool uh, to see, though, because there were a lot of, um, you know, halftime uh, interviews that they had, you know, done. And mm. he's, it's, he sounds more mature. He looks more mature. He's really taking ownership of a lot of his mistakes. So it was really, yeah. really cool to see him. I mean, he and like you said, he was kind of mediocre. I mean, he looked really yeah. nervous. He scrambled around a lot. He did have some explosive passes. Not all yeah. of them were completions, but you can just tell he still has the talent. He still has the arm. But I mean, there is something so special about fans who love right. their team or love a player because everybody, like I said, stepped up their game on both sides of the ball just because of Manziel and what he did to electrify that entire place. That was what was really cool to watch. And the one person that I think got the biggest boost out of it was Silvers, like you mentioned, because he's yeah. like, uh-uh, you're not coming in here and taking my job. Watch this. I love yep. that. Love and, the AAF uh, for that. B BWS one four eight zero said veteran presence for Johnny Manziel. Absolutely. That could be it. You know, that could definitely be it. Um, yeah, he's exactly right. You just felt you felt the energy yeah. really. Uh, Even on that watching team. it, could you imagine being there? That all. Oh, yeah, wow. it, was yeah. Just, it, it was a lot of fun. I wanted to say welcome to Reese Horn. This guy, I don't know if he knew Jordan Jordy Nelson was retiring today and was like, I, I need to do a, a throwback game to him. 
he had seven catches for 113 yards and a touchdown. Yep. He was like unstoppable. And he was uh, Silver's he, favorite target. Favorite yeah, target. He and he's reliable. On awesome. Yep. Yep. So definitely like to see that. And this was the very first overtime win. Uh, and it was a comeback win by the yes. Memphis Express. Which made uh, it two, so two. much better. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, it's hard to gauge between this and the next game we're going to talk about on what was the actually the better game of the weekend. Right. But this was definitely up there. This was an exciting game yeah. throughout the entire game. And uh, it, it's going to be fun moving forward and seeing exactly how they – do they continue to – do this quarterback change or a uh, change of pace with Johnny Manziel and silver. Um, I, I, I kind of hope for silver's sake that if he kind of struggles a little bit, that fans don't overdo it with the Johnny Manziel thing. And don't get yeah. me wrong. I'm a huge fan of Johnny Manziel and I, I love watching him play. He's very entertaining, but at the same time, it's like after seeing what silver can do, it's mm-hmm. like, you've got to give him a fair chance. And yeah. if you pull him too soon, because you're not giving him that full, you know, the full leash, uh, it'll be sad uh, for him to see, you know, where he goes. I think uh, Mike Singletary that. is um, well-rounded and level-headed enough to not fall for the whole, like, I have to play Johnny Menzel simply because he's on the team. And honestly, in my opinion, I think the only reason why Johnny Menzel saw as many snaps as he did was simply that, to get snaps and get a little bit, uh, you know, get back in the game, get a feel for it again, get those jitters out. And that's, and maybe they'll work it like the hot shots did with Trevor Knight and, uh, and Wolford. You, I mean, you never know. That could, that could yeah, really happen. I mean, so. That could be, that would be um, really, really entertaining if yeah. they can continue to pull that off. I do yeah. want to mention, cause we got to keep the streak alive. Just like he kept the streak alive. Trent Richardson got in the end zone again. Lauren, Shocking. this is his 11th touchdown on the season. Oh, yeah of a 10th rushing touchdown. It was funny because the, one of the commentators, he was like, this is kind of unfair. You give them the ball at the three yard line. It's automatically totally unfair. touchdown. Like, yeah, like, it's totally it's unfair. Like, like, where is this? But here's actually, now that you speak to that, um, one thing I did have in my notes as well is I mentioned this last week about Memphis defense. They did hold Birmingham iron to only 83 rushing yards with a yeah. guy like Trent Richardson on the team. So big, big kudos for Memphis's defense. That, I, that really spoke to me as well. But that, another thing, was that the Manziel effect? But they did it last week, but mm-hmm. I don't know. But I mean, it was great. It, w- it was a really fun game to watch, and I, I do hope – but I do agree with you. I like Silvers. So we'll, we'll see where this goes. We'll see where this goes. All right, so we have one more game. To, I'm, I'm sorry I keep, like, turning around. I'm looking at my notes as, we, as, we're, oh, yeah. as we're talking. Oh, yeah, mine are right here. Uh, so I'm constantly yeah. looking down like this, like, yeah. oh, hey, don't mind me. What's going on, guys? Right? Uh, All right, so we have one last game to talk about here, and that's the Salt Lake Stallions at the San Antonio Commanders. This game, all right, I, first off, Hold we on. love – I got to wet the whistle for this one. Hoy. Oh, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. A little water break uh, I'm ready. there. Ready, ready. Go. All right, I got to give it up to the fans on this one. The Commanders showed up and showed out. Their fans were amazing. And they were loud. They yes. were loud. Like, w- listening to this game, you you could tell yeah. that there were a ton of fans, and they were supporting their team. Yep, and this was so cool. So, they, like you said, they were so loud that on the Jumbotron, they had to put quiet offense at work. So then this small little section of people – what they did is they turned on the flashlights for their phone and held them up. Well, that spread 
throughout the entire stadium. So everyone in the stadium had their phones up like they were at a rock concert with their flashlights on. Right. And the, even the announcers were like, is, is this a thing? Like, I've never seen yeah. this before. They're like, I don't know. It just started. I've never seen it before. It was hilarious. Then they did yeah. the wave. And Steve Mariucci, who's one of my favorite people on the NFL Network, by far, besides you, Adam Rank, love you. Um, he was, with the, was the color commentator. And he was just like, this is the greatest crowd I've ever been around. This is amazing. I love this so much. It was electrifying. It was yeah. crazy. 30,345 people. Now, they had been away for four weeks in a row, so they were ready for their team to come home, which was so mm-hmm. cool. But the previous two home games that they've had, they've almost reached 30,000. They have like 29-something oh. consistently. So, I mean, that just goes to show you how much San Antonio loves their team and loves yeah. football. And that is so I'm- exciting to see. And they're loyal. I mean, they're loyal. We Super talked about the loyal. Spurs. We talked about the Spurs and how loyal they yeah. are with the Spurs. So it, it's only rightfully so that they would be super committed to this team. And it's great. It's, it's great environment made for a very exciting game. Like I just yeah. said, mentioned just a second ago, and how it's a toss up between this being the most exciting game and that, and then uh, the Memphis Express being the other exciting game of the week. Uh, so. What was your take, biggest takeaways from this game? Oh, you know what? I just realized. I was saying the other team before when I said the Stallions come back. Did we already cover that, and I just totally messed that up before? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, this, yeah. Oh, yeah, or, Sorry, guys, my bad. Looking at no, the- no, 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 sorry. Stal- Salt Lake Stallions against the Commanders. You're right. Yeah, no, you're good. I just mentioned before about watching the Stallions, and then uh, I, got the, I got the team wrong. So that was my bad, oh, y'all. Okay. Call me out, make fun of me. I'll I'll be like, my bad, I'm bad. So what was really, okay, so the Stallions, I've said this before, how much I love their defense. This was a game of defense because this game was tied mostly 9-9, almost the majority of the game, right? And And a lot of missed field goals. Yeah, really. So the Stallions have the number one run defense. They also have the number one sack leader, Carter Schultz. Um, They have one of the best red zone defenses. And they also have uh, Nick Truesdale, who is near perfect on the season. And he is a a target hog, but he is also consistent in catching the ball. So they're coming into this game pretty stacked. However, they have to go up against the commanders. And I have some notes here. Let me refer to these so I make sure I hit them all. All right. right. So the commanders have Logan Woodside, who leads the AAF in pass completions. They have Mikhail McKay, who is by far one of the best downfield threats. He's nearly impossible to defend. Their scoring percentage on drives is 36.9%, second only to the Apollos at 47. Just saying. Their defense has the most total sacks. Total sacks. So Cardinal yeah, they, leads in sacks. But their defense has the most total sacks. And mm-hmm. they have the leading interceptor of the AAF, if you will. So Devontae Bosby leads the AAF in interceptions. That is so hard to go against. It is so right. impossibly hard to go against. And plus, not only all of those football things, but then the Stallions have to go to San Antonio with that crowd. That that by itself, in my opinion, is probably a, a backbreaker. It, that's got to yeah. be so hard because you're going away trying to play against these defensive crazy people in this loud environment, I mean, I, I have no idea how they even managed to keep it at 9-9, and it wasn't a runaway, but it was just, yeah. wow, crazy. Right. I know. And it up, and it I was thinking about down, it. And it, it ended up coming down into <laughs> interceptor sounded like a Dodge vehicle. Oh, uh, big Travis with the comment there. That sounds like a there. good one. Yeah. The Interceptor. I like. I think that was a, I'll call that my four-wheeler. Her name is Mama Quad now. Maybe I'll change it to Interceptor. That sounds good. I, I like that one. Yeah. Um, so, and, 
Go ahead. And because yeah, so because of the defense, this game really did boil down to just a few few mistakes by the Stallions, and it it it, it stinks. So they got a roughing the kicker on. So the Commanders were about to kick a field goal. They got a roughing the kicker, which then gave the Commanders another set of downs. Which I don't think they scored a touchdown on that. They ended up kicking a field goal anyway. Yeah, um, I believe. But then that late interception for the two point conversion. So they actually came was, back to tie the game and that, or almost tie well, the game. They, and, they almost, yeah. Yeah, so. almost tie the game. Uh, Woodrum throws an interception for on the two point conversion, picked off, run all the way to the other direction for two points, which gave the commanders an extra four points. And that was that, that momentum was just shot after that. Yeah, so. they, they just sat on the ball after that yeah. and, and essentially ran out the clock. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, that was a great play, and it, even the the play to set up the what could be you know the chance to tie up the game was right. a beautifully beautifully uh, drawn play, very very nice uh, uh, pass. And when you're looking at these games, all right, what do you think is? Do, do you think there are a lot? Of, do you think there are a lot of guys on here that have the ability to make it on rosters for next season? And because as we as we're, we're we're winding down in the regular season, it's going to start being the playoffs, right? And these are where guys are really going to start, you know, OTAs and all that for the mm-hmm. NFL are going to start, and so they're going to possibly be looking at these guys now. How concerned are you that the turnover is going to be? somewhat significant for some of these big name stars. I mean, we, we just listed off a handful of each off, you know, uh, wide receivers that, that are, are doing work in the AAF. There are a lot of wide receiver needy teams, especially yeah. with teams, you know, carrying four five, six wide receivers. That is a concern that I have uh, with the AAF is just yes. um, for for the fans, right? Like you and I, we like we love football. We'll watch right. football and call it whatever you want to arena, AAF, NFL. Mm. We, we love it all. But the average fan, that's why that's why uh, NCAA has a really hard time mm. in there with basketball. Right. Because they, they have a lot of these one and dones and it's just hard to like emotionally connect that's why we yeah. like a lot of these so why we're emotionally connected to trent richardson we know his backstory yeah. we love to see him you know go through trent the hard Richardson's time gonna go back to the nfl like he's i mean there's no way he's not going to and um, with that I touchdown, guess, I'm, I'm not i'm not a gym right even if a coach, so i don't well, know but yeah and I, that, that sucks I, as an apollo fan with garrett gilbert you know like oh my gosh you He's probably. Johnson, that's. I know. Like, Jordan I'm pretty Jordan sure he's going to be swooped Johnson, up. Even Jalen Marshall, Gary Gilbert, this could be a completely different team next year. I have no idea. So, yeah. am I concerned with that turnover? Um, yeah, for the for the big top teams, yeah. But then again, isn't that why we wanted them to be in the to yeah. be in the AAF is to get into the NFL? So I'll be cheering for them anyway. It is bittersweet, but then again, you can unless he signs with the Rams, then I again that I'm not I'm not rooting for Gary Gilbert. If he signs with the Rams again, just as long as we're clear on that point. I think uh, I think it'll be okay. I think the Rams just signed another backup. Yeah, Bortles, popping Bortles. So I think I think it'll be okay. Last name, great. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I mean, there there will be turnover. I don't honestly. I'm I'm from Missouri, and the model for Missouri is show me. Everything is a show me state. So until I actually see what the numbers will look like in the turnover, I, I really don't know how to speak to it yet. 
Will there be some? Yes. I don't think it's going to be like a mass exodus, you know, mm-hmm. out of the AAF. Uh, but we'll see. And I'm, I'm excited for that opportunity for them to get back to the NFL because that's the whole point. Mm-hmm. But I'll cry. Okay, so we're going to do uh, – I'm going to pull this up really quick. We're going to do – I want to do a rundown of this next week's games, and I want you – do a quick who you got in these games, okay? So okay. first game we have the uh, Euro Orlando Apollos against Memphis Express that Apollos. we just talked about. Okay, so Apollos, uh, San Diego Fleet versus the Salt Lake Stallions. Stallions. All right. They gotta uh, win. They gotta win sometime. <laughs> here, one last thing on the. Uh, here's what I want to say about Stallion. It's seeming like through this far in the season. It seems like they play to their talent. I mean, we see this through all sports. That's a good point. It's like when they play a bad team, they play bad. Because right. that was what happened with with this with this past game. Is like they were hanging tough with yeah. them. Like they were with the. They commanders. do it every game. Every game. Yeah. So it, yeah. it'll be interesting there. Um, I think this might be that week where they break it. Where they break it. I really hope so. Yeah. But I mean, this is a Fleet Stallions revenge game. I'm excited yeah. to see this. We'll see if this come boils down to those last few seconds again, like it did before. So, knowing the Stallions, uh, it probably will. Fingers so hopefully crossed. they come out we, with the win. Yep, exactly. Uh, all right, we have the Atlanta uh, Atlanta Legends against Birmingham Iron. Whoever plays Atlanta is going to win. So Birmingham. Yeah, unfortunate. <laughs> Sorry, Legends. Uh, right, and then uh, my Arizona Hotshots at the San Antonio Commanders. I will be oh. watching this game for sure. Dialing oh. in. On the Twitter, Ooh, I'm I'm pulling my You're hair going Commanders, you aren't you? You're gonna go Commanders Army, aren't you? I'm gonna go wow. Hotshots. I'm going Hotshots. I know I love oh. the Commanders so much, but I think the Hotshots can pull out a win. But it's going to be such a good game. That is gonna be my sit down, no one talk to me. I'm eating popcorn game because yeah, that is sure. going to be so much fun. But Wolfert has John or John Ross. John Ross, really? That's the NFL one. Oh, yeah. Sean Ross. I think it, it, even the commentators are like, whatever. John Ross, always saying John Ross. I mean, Rashad Ross. I know, I know. It's, it's, it's so confusing. But I, mean, I hope he's healthy and back to form um, because mm-hmm. against the commander's defense, he's got to be so careful with his interceptions, you know, as, yeah. against Bosby. Uh, his offensive line has to be 100% ready to go and ready to defend because they lead in sacks. They have the leading guy. Four interceptions, the interceptor. Maybe that'll be my fantasy football. I like that. This year is the interceptor. Ooh, I think I like that too. Good. So they're going to really like- work it out for them, but it is going to be a good game. So we'll see if it's going to be a high scoring game or if the defense is going to be able to keep them low. But either way, it's going to be fun. I'm really excited to see how this pans out, especially this late in the season when everyone has right. got, got that chemistry working and they've been with each other now for seven weeks minimum playing these games. So that's going to mm-hmm. be fascinating i cannot wait to watch that game i know it's gonna be and uh the hot shots are gonna need to win this game they're sitting yes. right now at four and three yes. in order to make that final playoff push they gotta win this game so and i think that's what's gonna make it so it. explosive yep all right whisper nation that does it for today's show that was the week seven recap of the aaf with at stepmom lauren you can catch her across all platforms at stepmom lauren that's facebook instagram twitter and now youtube and now way youtube to go. Way Thank to you. go. Oh, like and subscribe because I have like zero subscribers yes. right now because I just made this yesterday. So when I look at it, I feel depressed about my life. Hey, I'll jump on right after this and I'll go follow. <laughs> Thank you. you. Uh, Thank you. And as well, uh, I'm at John Hicks 33 on Twitter. 
You can catch us at TF Whispers on Instagram. You're already here. Uh, or if you're watching us on YouTube, thank you so much. Please like and subscribe. We would greatly appreciate it. We come out with awesome content across all platforms, and we get very lucky this year in that we get Stepmom Lauren with us, writing some articles, making some videos, and she's got her website as well. So head on over there once it's it's almost done, right? And we're getting there. We have um a little bit of a a, a thing that has happened this week that may change things for the oh. stepmomlauren.com thing. Oh, okay. I can't, okay. I can't, I can't divulge anymore. <laughs> hey, all right. Well, you gotta tell me off offline, I guess. I'll keep you posted. All right. Okay, <laughs> good. All right, Whisper Nation. If you, I want to know what you think. Who do you got going on this weekend? Who do you like? What team are you liking going into the playoffs? Are you on Stepmom Lauren's side with the oh. Apollos? Are you on my side with the shot, Hot Shots, or you like oh, the Commanders, the Fleet? Yeah, right? Oh, yeah, exactly. We'll have to get that ready for next show. I know, we do. We, can Fireball sponsor us? That would be awesome. Ooh, let's, hashtag sponsor. That would be amazing. Yeah, hashtag sponsor. <laughs> we it. just go tweet them right now, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, until next time, thank you so much for joining us. That's at Stepmom Lauren. I'm Johnny Game Time Hicks, and we're out. Peace. Bye.